Oh shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> we should leave it like that. Uh, did you want to start it again? Yeah, we should start it again. <laughs> We are on. Welcome to episode number two of the Blind, Deaf and Dumb podcast. I'm your humble host with the most, Cameron Gates. Jo- snap, snap. <laughs> Joined here by my main man, producer extraordinaire, Evan Howe. The Wolf. I, got the, I actually got the drop this you time. You got the drop? You. Yeah. How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm good, man. Yourself? Uh, good. Really good. I'm saddened that we won't be with Ben today. Um, unfortunately, he's just got uh, some other things on. And he is a very, very busy man. So He is. Um, when we get Ben in, it'll be a great treat. We're hoping to have him as much as we can. Um, pretty much any episode is available. But for the meantime, it might just be me and Evan. Um, no, it's, it's, I hope you don't mean that as a bad thing. Oh, Jeez, no, it's a horrible God. thing. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but this is how pretty much how it started anyway, me and Evan. So as I said, we'll, we'll, we'll get Ben in absolutely any chance we can but yeah. you know some episodes might just be me and evan and you know i hope uh, i hope everyone still listens and uh ben's not the only reason yeah. why this is great so. <laughs> I, hope, I hope ben isn't the uh, the entirety the reason that we get any of our listeners but anyway so but before we start how have you been cam you've been all right i have been all right man a little bit of stuff going on in in my in my life nothing that's too crazy or personal that i won't get into but no yeah just being kept busy this weekend let's say yeah um I'm 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 kind of keen to just like to, to to jump into it, but I just wanted to uh, to, there, to give the, the, shall it be known there will be absolutely no AFL discussed <laughs> on this podcast. I, I, I was contemplating putting <laughs> the Richmond theme song and yeah. just having it at the start of. <laughs> if you did, I honestly nothing but respect. Oh, thank I, you for I, for not. I have to say just yeah. before like this uh, fine so some AFL talk. That was a nail biter. And like, and look, you know me, I hate Collingwood. He's talking about the JWS Collingwood game for those who aren't aware. I'm a Richmond fan. I hate Collingwood, but fuck me. That was an intense game. And the last two minutes, I I couldn't do anything else but watch. Unbelievable. See, we we can't get too into the weeds, but, you know, JWS had a five-goal lead. Looked like all all was said and done. And then Collingwood, this is what I'll say about the game, is Collingwood haters got the ideal scenario. When Collingwood kicked those three quick goals and made it a comeback, everyone, even the most passionate of Collingwood haters, mm. I guarantee you was hoping for a little bit of a Collingwood comeback to make it interesting. Yeah. Not only did they get their wish, but still Collingwood lose in heartbreaking fashion. Indeed. So you got an yeah. incredible finish. What a game. Richmond are into the grand final. See, Collingwood's and, not. And even though even though I hate Collingwood, I was kind of pulling for you guys just for the spectacle of the grand final. Everyone, a little bit exactly And right. now that I've realised that I'll be going up to New South Wales for the grand final. No way. No way. I'll be in enemy territory. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the only fucking Richmond supporter. You, will, in, you should in, be head to toe in black and yellow. That's I will for be. Sure. I will uh, be. Good, man. Well, just a little rundown on today's show. Absolutely nothing new. We're just going to keep it pretty standard. We're going to recap a little Jags-Titans match of the deck, mate, it wasn't even match of the day. I don't know. You could have put... It, it, was, it, it was a little bit of a letdown, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it because, it, you know, it's under the, the brand, so we will, we'll talk about it. Uh, a little bit of headlines and rumours. Uh, we'll re- recap all the week two games for anyone out there, give our little... Just what we were feeling and what we weren't feeling. Um, and then again, the return of the Magic 8-Ball. Everyone's excited for that. It's actually got a better record it, than us. The than Magic 8-Ball, right for those... Uh, calibrating at home is actually ahead so far. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll dive back into that. We'll have a look at that. And then to finish it off, interestingly enough, we've actually already got a few DMs. We've got a few fan questions. So Indeed. we'll hit those because, you know, what is a podcast without its fans? So anyway, Evan, a little bit of Thursday night football. Football! 
football. So yeah, Jags versus Titans. Um, this Do you have a snooze drop? Oh, <laughs> it was. Uh, hang on, let me just. Uh, let's get some crickets in the weeds. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the Titans' offense. Hang on. <laughs> that's under the feet of the Titans' offense because crickets are just absolutely nothing was happening. It was. It was just the most. Like I just, I was sitting there watching. I'm glad that Connor Minshew got off to a better start than Gardner um, Minshew. Gardner Minshew. So why do they call him Connor <laughs> Minshew? Connor come from? I don't know. Is McGregor on the brain or what? I don't know. <laughs> he actually was. I yeah, just uh, was looking at it. Um, anyways, but yeah, no. Um, Gardner Minshew with the mo. Man, I love him. Minshew I, mania. Can I? I'm 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 on the Gardner Minshew bandwagon. Can I just say I, I saw it as week. Are you going to get a mo? I'm not going to get a mo. But as week one was developing, because obviously I have a little soft spot for Falsey. So when I heard of that course, he was, yeah. his collarbone in like the first bloody two minutes of week one, you're a little bit heartbroken. But this Gardner Minshew kid, I remember him scouts coming out saying that he that he had he possessed all the tools to you know. Well, yeah, to get from it done. Washington State, Washington breaking the records, putting um, up massive numbers. His coach came out, and I remember hearing this. Um, they were like, oh, they were asking him in the uh, in the drafting stages, like, oh yeah, you know how tall is he? And he's like, the coach is like, he's as tall as the all time passing leader in <laughs> Drew Brees. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. No, but oh man, there's just a little bit of there's a little bit of something about him. He's got a little bit of magic. It's he's, that six round pick, same pick as Brady. It's I don't know, there's just a little something about him. He kind of rem- reminds me a bit of Baker Mayfield. A little bit. They look the same, exactly, don't you? The little yeah, bit of the yeah. swag, the little bit. Of, he throws a lovely ball through two touchdowns. Should have had three touchdowns. He should have. Yeah. Back. But um, yeah, it was twenty to seven. Oh man. And can I just say? Yeah. On the other side of the ball for Jacksonville, Saxonville. Saxonville, Calais Campbell, three sacks, four tackles for loss. They had nine sacks. Absolute beast. And I know we'll get to a little bit. The only thing that really slowed the the, the game down and took anything away from Jacksonville's defense is the, the Tennessee offensive line with all those stupid holding penalties. Oh I don't know God. if it's if it's more to do with the refs, if well, it's more Tom, to do with the Titans. Tom Brady even but, uh, commented on it. He's just like, I can't watch these ridiculous penalties nah, anymore. It's crazy. Even in, on, on a condensed game, it turns a 35-minute spectacle into a 50-minute spectacle and it's just play after play after play being and, blown dead. It's 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 horrendous. And I'll just I'll make this quick point right now because while I was watching that game, I actually had to just for my own sanity, or not even for my own sanity, but just to just to uh, get my own curiosity, you know, out of my mind. Um, so we've had so far, including that game, 517 penalties wow. across across the game. Uh, last year's season, in a total of 16, so we're up to week three now, 517. Uh, last last year's season had the most penalties out of all time with 3,447. So if we beat that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, we're on pace to beat it, though. Exactly. Aren't we? We're week three, and we already have a sixth of it. One game into week three. Exactly. We yeah. still have a whole other week, so it's crazy. I mean, the Titans couldn't get anything done on the ground. The only, the only good spark was Derrick Henry. Oh, but see, he, he, he ran he, powerfully, but he fucking was only running for two point six yards a clip. He, exactly. And, uh, and Mariota, I. There was a big dealing about how Tannehill was signed uh, at Tennessee to to be his backup, and everyone, I think. Everyone and their kid thought that there was a chance that Tannehill could see games, mostly due to injury. But, I mean, is it time that you ask the question that if Mariota – because he was missing wide-open targets. I mean – He was missing wide-open targets. Corey Davis took a one-handed spectacular catch, which which kept him in it. The line gave him no help at all. The no, offensive no, no. line – Gave him no help. And look, and Jacksonville is a great defense, but there was times... Jacksonville was back. Might, might make Jalen Ramsey think a little bit about possibly requesting for a trade. But Yeah, indeed. But there were times where, like, there would just be... 
anything coming off the edge, and it and even even if it was just a even if it was just a little little play action or whatever, mm. just trying to get to, to to Humphreys, he still couldn't complete the throw because nah, yeah, he nah. had no time and he had so much pressure. But on But here's him. the thing: when when a defense is up and about like they were, and Saxonville from the start of the game they had their tails up. When you have the opportunity to make the plays, you have to. Mariota, a couple of times, the very few times he did have a clean pocket and he would step into a throw, he had mistimed routes, was wasn't in connection with his receivers, and just was Didn't basically he hit one of them on the back of the head because yeah, again, the guy wasn't looking. And things of like that are just timing and connection based. And 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 how's this to to end the game? I know the likelihood of you coming back and winning isn't isn't the greatest when it's something like. 20 to three or something like that. You know, you, I think it was even 13 points down. You had two touchdowns to go in with a, with a few minutes left, you know, first down from your own 10 yard line. And you, you know, you've run a five yard play straight into the line and then you're slow as anything. And you, you know, Mariota gets up and there's just no urgency. Yeah. There's just no oomph. There's no urgency in this, in this, um, in this Titans team, which as from, opposed to week a, one. Yeah. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Hit the nail on the head. Doesn't that feel like three years ago? No, like exactly. week one where they were destroying the Cleveland Browns and they were up and about. So look, I love this Gardner Minshew kid. I don't care if all the media and every cat and dog on him is on him. I mm. bloody love him. He's got something about him. He's just got a little bit of he's got a little bit of see you next Tuesday in him, and there's fucking absolutely nothing wrong with that. The other thing that I wanted to hit on for the Jags is that Leonard Fournette is he ever going to come good at this point? Craziest statistic in the world. He ran for I forget how many attempts, but he had sixty four yards. His longest run was sixty nine yards. He, he literally his longest run of the day. He how often do you have a sixty nine yard run? Yeah, oh that's right. He only averaged four point four yards a carry, and you have a sixty nine yard run. He was getting beaten up and destroyed behind the line of scrimmage. He doesn't look explosive. He doesn't look like he's even a threat to make anyone miss. This goes back, and I know we'll hit on it when we go back to the to the um, last week's games. But in the two point play, all Leonard Fournette had to do was like stick his arms out, and it's just that's what he was brought there to be. It was yeah. just a power. It was just a big physical threat. And again, he broke one off late for a, a sixty nine yard rush, which makes his game look somewhat, you know, favorable. But again, I, that would be a big concern of mine if I was if I was the Jags. But the defense, man, if their defense can play like that week in week out, and Gardner Minshew can just keep you know keep that little spark alive, I reckon they're going to win a lot of games, and they're I mean, not going to be in, they're not going to get blown out. I feel bad for you if you uh, drafted uh, Leonard Fournette in fantasy. Thinking that he was going to have a good year, ignored this year. him for ignored him for these exact reasons. Yeah, ex- it, it's just too shaky. Yeah. And like, I mean, the the thing that won the the game for for Jacksonville besides their defense was the passing game because mm. that was the only reason they were moving downfield at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So play, like, so Shark and and Diddy Westbrook. Shark picked him up in fantasy. Sh- uh, Should have played him, but I didn't. Fifteen points sitting on my bench. But goddamn, he looked hey, I mean, good. Look, you didn't coming into the game. Tennessee had one of the best defenses in the league. Picked them up, picked them up in fantasy. Started them, and they gave me a point. Thank yeah, you, Tennessee. Exactly. So yeah, I, I don't I don't blame you if you picked up Tennessee yeah. or. You play Tennessee, but uh, now you just you you wonder what is actually going to drive that team going forward mm. for the rest of the season. No, exactly. So yeah, no, I mean, yeah. And another thing, just can we get a really blockbuster Thursday night game, please? Oh, it's, oh my god! That's two Dude, weeks in a row now. We've this, had some snoozers, you, uh, and we're going to go through this in our interested games. But my god, this week is for interested games is it's it's not it, a, it's not a good it's not a good look. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll find out that was when we when we dissect them. But um, so yeah, that's a little, nice little recap of that game. We'll move on to a little bit of did you hear some headlines and rumors and. I know every cat and their dog are talking about it. Every single podcast are talking about it. Everyone on their, you know, your grandma probably knows about it, but we have to hit it, even if it's for a minute. Since episode one, uh, <laughs> which feels like an eternity ago now, because a lot can happen in a week, um, Antonio Brown was still a member of the Oakland Raiders, um, if you can ever believe that that actually happened. Uh, since then, um, 
He was released. He was cut, yeah. Which, we, which, funnily enough, we actually discussed on the podcast. Ben asked the great question whether we would... Well, Ben said that they should cut him. Yeah, Ben like, actually said Ben. And again, he knows his team, man. He knows his team. Mm. Um, you know, and then there's this whole conspiracy theory that he managed to weasel his way out because, of course, he was signed, you know, within an hour by New England and the Patriots. Um, Can I just say, before we even start, because this is, this is the question that I actually had going into... Uh, this podcast, but then obviously this news has overshadowed it. Uh, why did Antonio Brown like? Was it only like? Do, why did he want to get cut from the Raiders? Was it only because of the the him getting fined by Mike Mayock? Is there something more to that? I don't know because when it came out that he signed with the Patriots and they were playing Steelers Week One, I thought, oh, there's a conspiracy there, mm. and, and and that's and but like there was no for me. But he was never going to play against the Steelers. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I just felt there was no. No one is actually. I've listened to a lot of people talk about this, and no one's presented an actual legitimate reason as to why he wanted out. I think it just it just uh, it just eventuated like that. I don't think he went there. I I I am not as much of a conspiracy theorist to believe that Antonio Brown went to the Oakland Raiders and from day dot never planned to play a game there. Well, I can't believe that. That's just ridiculous. And we all know the Patriots tried to trade for him in the first place. They tried to offer the Steelers a first round pick. Exactly, but the, the but they Steelers trade said him. no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they're one of their rivals. But that's what I was thinking is that like... Nah, I, I know you're a conspiracy nut. It can't happen, dude. There's and that's, no way. There's and that's just fine. no way. It, it's just that like... But, but since then, and now that even that this news has came and it's overshadowed everything else, no one's still been able to say, actually, it was this reason. But again, it, it is the reason. He, got, he, he had a confrontation with the front office. He didn't like it. Mike Mayock tried to put him in his place and they just butted heads. It just, it didn't happen. Mm, I just, I, I understand. I just think it's such a leap. If And if he did, it's the most brilliant play in the history of the world. Because you know what's well, funny? Well, we got cut anyways. But, yeah. I, hey, that was, a pretty, that was a pretty solid game. But um, uh, what's next for Antonio Brown? I, just, uh, I don't know. I mean, the only other thing is he could be um, put on the commissioner's exempt list. But well, he, at, at this point... Do you really think Who's he's going to take him? He's going to be in the league by next year. He might be in the league next year. I don't know what happens for the rest I of the year. I don't think year. it's Kareem Hunt's situation. Like, I don't it's think. It's that good, dude. But uh, he, again, he's come out and he's said there's a lot of, you know. Obviously, oh, I actually didn't even think we brought this up, but now there are new se- sexual assault allegations um, buddied against him. And um, so the league's taken that pretty seriously. And that's why the Patriots decided to cut him after getting a week of solid production from him. Which uh, which actually allegation came out first? Was it the one where he uh, went up to a, to a woman? The uh, sexual assault. The, no, no, no. But there's two of them now. So there's which one, rape and then there's sexual which, assault. Because one of them is, I think he- The text messages you, you can't deny. He literally- No, no, no. But which one is that allegation towards? Is the that, same woman. Is that- the one that he walked up to a woman when he was naked and she was painting? Same or, woman. Or is it the other one where I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, is that he had a, had a wank behind a woman and then she was like, what the hell? What like, is, they're both. That's what's oh, so, it's so, the same like, woman. What, it's, it's the same. It's oh, the whole same oh, case. There is a, I don't know if you've actually read, but there is. I, I read a bit, but I thought but there were two different women. did you read the actual women. text message exchange between Antonio Brown and Someone, this woman? but I thought there were two different women in the no, set. No, 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 no. It's the one woman, dude. It's the oh. one woman who he hired and then um, made, you know, some suggestive, made, made sexual advances towards her they weren't reciprocated but then apparently he's claiming they had consensual sex and then and then there's all this this actually stuff that's coming out that he did a lot worse than that but it's all it's all the same instance okay well yeah sorry so that's my bad because i I actually thought there were two different people no i'm skeptical as fuck because just at the timing that it comes out it does seem like a bit of a money grab yeah um but but again how do you know and it's just antonio brown 
as sad as it is, he's kind of built this bed for himself. So. Can I also uh, talk about just a different issue as well? Um, what's not even like it's an issue, and it's something to, to do with like how many quarterbacks are we going to see drop off this year? As in, like we've had so many. It's a bit of a left field. What are you talking oh, I, about? I know, I know. But like we've had Breeze go down. We've now we have Ben Roethlisberger go down. We've had Foles go down. I mean, you know, Luck retired. You know, and and it and like I know that you know for me every single year there's quarterbacks it, that go down. It go though. down, but it just feels a bit more like. Like it's it, and it's it's never a new it, like it doesn't feel like a new quarterback's actually gone down. It feels like it's a changing of the guard and this plague is wiping out all the old quarterbacks who have been in the league for too long and and I can only hope that Brady's one of them. See, I don't know. Yeah, I know you. I know you always tend to jump on this injury bandwagon. <laughs> I, I think football is a collision sport. Yeah, it's not even a contact sport. It's a collision sport. Yeah, you're gonna get hurt. Yeah, and you're that's gonna fair. get it's hurt. Just, it's just it just feels like every week we're gonna see another quarterback drop, and uh, and it's just like I mean you know it's. Like I'm glad that I can also get to get the opportunity to see like Mason Rudolph playing, and he actually looks pretty good, and we'll get into that as yeah, well. Yeah, these are exciting. But at the same point, it's just like who's next? I mean, you know, it's like a goal. <laughs> You're the only one wishing and waiting for quarterbacks to get hurt. The only I don't other know quarterback why. I actually want to drop is is Tom Brady, and I mean, like, yeah, I just yeah. <laughs> that is because you have a bet riding on. I mean, a little, exactly. a, a little proposition riding on. Hey, it, it's looking say. actually better now because Breeze is uh, hit hit the hay. No, so. not that one. That one's still not coming true. I'm telling you. All right, They're man. Breeze and Brady, one of the two, or, or both of them, will be playing next year. All right, man. Um, but yeah, any other headlines? Um, not. I don't. I don't think they I don't. I don't know. I mean, at this point, well, I, I mean, you could, I we could talk it. about just quickly. Jalen Ramsey asking for out of so Minka Fitzpatrick was traded. Oh, I don't even want to touch the Dolphins with a ten foot pole, as do any of their associates, staff, or players, allegedly. But um, so Minka Fitzpatrick was tra- traded from the Miami Dolphins to the Pittsburgh Steelers for, for a first, first round pick. Yeah. Just quickly, good fit. I like it. What I like about it is it shows that the Steelers within losing Ben Roethlisberger, aren't throwing in the tail of the year. They believe in Mason Rudolph and they're still trying to to, to go for the win now. I, I think it shows great steadfast belief in the players. I, I agree. I and agree. this is Mike Tomlin's I think that their defense sure. has been massively improved over the last two years, especially by two draft picks. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin Bush, uh, who you've seen uh, make a great fumble recovery for, a, I think it was for a touchdown or he got pushed out at the end of the line. Yeah. Um, and um, TJ Watt. And, and I was kind of big on TJ Watt a couple of years ago when, when he from was- From the preseason. From, and- yeah, yeah. And I was, I was because I mean, yeah, he's got a great family heritage at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, the, name, the name holds a lot of weight. Exactly. So I just, I was, I was kind Kind of like when I when I did see him in that game, kind of you know push through and, and get a and get a sack or two. It was it, it's it's a good sign. So I think that de- that Pittsburgh defensively have made some good choices, and then adding Mika Fitzpatrick is a great choice as well because he well fits put, well into put. those young players yeah. that have come. He's through. He's a first round pick taken 13th, 11th overall, and he's twenty two years old who can play multiple positions on the back end. Well, put it this way: in three in three years, unbelievable. In three years, they have got TJ Watt, who was a second round pick. They've got Devin Bush, who is a um, it's Devin Bush, Devin White. White was for it's Bush. White yeah. was for um, Tampa Bay fifth overall this right. year. Yeah, yeah, cool. I know those two Devons who played linebacker. Anyways, um, but yeah, and so um, and then you know they've they've, they've just picked up Mika Fitzpatrick. So in two in, in three years they've picked up two first round. They've like, reloaded. They've got yeah, talent on that side of the ball. Now. Amazing. They got talent. So hopefully, hopefully the the offense can keep them afloat and the defense can actually can can actually win them some games. But so but now we've also got Jalen Ramsey uh, asking for a, for a trade out of Jacksonville. Doesn't like. The direction the club's going obviously has some some tensions with 
uh, head coach Doug Marone and and visible sideline. Maybe he just doesn't like the him. fans after that preseason comes in in an armored truck and there's three people around oh, him yeah, to well, support. Like uh, really, Jalen Ramsey he's, he's he's an incredibly talented player on his day, probably a top three defensive player in the league. So all I'm saying is if Minka Fitzpatrick can fetch a first, if Jalen Ramsey really does. He's a he's a two ones and some extra talented level of player, but if the asking price is only a first a first round pick, I see a lot two of fans yeah. of two teams that should fucking go after him right now. Where do you think he's going to land? Do you think he will land in the he, AFC? Oh, you know he's already t- talked about teams that he wants to go for. He wants to go to the Raiders, yeah, and he wants to go to the Titans. Okay, okay, because so, because uh, I knew I, I heard I, there was some speculation on the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are like we're not. No, nah, yeah, no, that are not. We, we have to pay Patrick all, Mahomes. All they the, said, but you know? and all the teams that are that are vying for Super Bowls essentially should should be interested somewhere. Yeah. So hope I guarantee. There, there are executives around the league that say, watch this space, and guaranteed to be trade before the deadline. So it will be interesting to see if, when he goes. And uh, like in, in, in the recent, you know, six months or a year. So, so the Raiders do have an extra first round pick from the Bears still. Yep. Right. Plenty. So, so, yeah, so they've got, they've got enough capital to, to shift and they don't have to actually use any of their, you know, like they don't have to use the, what they're going to use, like their own picks. Um, and not only that, but they've, they've seemed to, to take some, uh, players with issue, hence Vontez Perfect, mm-hmm. and turn him into leaders. So, I mean, like if Jalen Ramsey could fit um, and be be a part of that locker room, then yeah, sure. But at the same point, it, you know, I don't think he's an Antonio Brown situation. I just know that he is not a great locker room guy. If he's, if yeah, you know. exactly right. He's not cancerous, yes. but he's just he's more. He has a way to affect, you know, if it's going good, it could be okay. And if it's going bad, he could make it worse. But he's not an absolute cancer like Antonio Brown. And the talent, he's still young. You're going to have to pay him. But God damn it. I mean, who else can cover DeAndre Hopkins, follow him all around the field and keep him pretty yeah, and, much. And basically shut him down. Basically shut him down. I mean, I mean, there's one or two other players in the league maybe that could do that. So indeed. Jalen Ramsey is an incredibly talented player. But um, so, so, look, you, those so, are, so you think he's going to go to the Raiders? I'm just telling you that mm-hmm. those are the teams he suggested he liked. Mm. They are either the Titans or the Raiders. So watch this space. Um, we might even have to do a little emergency pod. We'll, we'll do a phone if and when he goes, depending on, on the asking price. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk a little week two? Let's yeah. recap a little bit. Yeah, let's go for – let's go – now, now, I know this is probably your biggest week of NFL watching, so mm. I want you to lead it off. What games what, – what's – we don't have to go into every detail of every game. We'll keep it brief. But, you know, let's talk about what – what we liked, what we didn't like from week two. So uh, I'll just I'll just start with my boys, uh, the Seattle Seahawks, mm. um, who have actually you know bet the Pittsburgh Steelers in the mustard jar, <laughs> um, and I was I was super nervous going into this game because I was there were so many questions about the offensive line and you know what's actually going to be the the defining factor for Seattle and and you know I know we start slow all the time but you know would there be something that's actually going to be different this year or, you know, something that's going to be improved. So watching that game, I picked up a couple of things. Um, the offensive line is better than last week. I think it's still very shaky. I think it's still very week to week. You can't, we can't look too... Exactly. You know. I'm still concerned for Wilson at this point. That's the main thing. I don't... If Wilson goes down, our season's over, even though that... You know, we, we're still not throwing the ball as much as I would like. I, I don't know what Schottenheim is doing. Um, you do know you had 35 pass attempts last week, which for yeah, Seattle is pretty big. I mean, yeah, look, I watched the game highlights, so I couldn't, couldn't get to see every single pay, uh, play, which sucks. Um, but in that in that regard, I think that DJ Metcalf is an absolute stud. He looks good, doesn't he? He, he looks does really good. so good. 
and and that was the thing coming into when we drafted him. I was I was glad we drafted a big name because Seattle never drafts you know big names. And I, when uh, when we drafted him, I sent all you boys a text going, "Woo, we got Metcalf." Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I think that that's this is laid to rest that he's uh, that he couldn't like he's only just a route runner or whatnot. He's he's he looks like an no, actual no, one, number one. But they're not a route runner. No, see that, see here's the thing. It was, although he looks good, they're keeping it simple for him. They're not making him run every single route. They're sticking him on the outside, and he goes he goes deep. Or he comes back. Mm. Those are his two rats. So yeah. he, and he's catching them all. He's a big Jane player. So he's still got a lot to improve on. That's true. But man, absolute fucking looks like a steal. And the, speaking of the steal, Lurs, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see Mason Rudolph play. Mason, the offense, yeah. even though B- Big Ben went down, um, the 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 first you know six quarters he was there, they, they weren't moving you, the ball well. You, but you can tell that by the scoreline. It yeah. was, what, 28 to 26. It was a two-point game. I mean, they were still in the game. Oh, Mason Rudolph gave him a spark, and it's going to be interesting to see how that offense looks this week. Yeah. Um, we'll just hit on my team, the Eagles, going down to the Falcons 2024. Look, not much to really talk on. I mean, the offense didn't look good. Our offensive line is suffering some, some weaknesses, especially at guard. We're letting a lot of people through. But – if I can tell you who wasn't in the game for the Philadelphia Eagles, <clears throat> Corey Clement was out, Dallas Goddard, Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, Timmy Jernigan, and Jordan Maliata. Out the gate. Yeah, That's a lot of What injury. are you supposed yeah. to do? What are you supposed to do? Carson Wentz was throwing, you know, at first we were talking about, oh, look at these offensive weapons, and Deshaun Jackson looked off his head at the start of the week, and then he's ending up throwing to Mac Hollins and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, who we picked up in the second round, who still looks absolutely raw and young. He, he did nothing. He made one minimal catch. Um, yep. Wentz only had 80 yards to the last quarter. It was in the Falcons' home, and guess what? Wentz still made some incredible plays, brought him back, you know, made it a game, so I'm not taking too much away from it, mm-hmm. um, but a sneaky big game this weekend against the Lions but again it's it is what it is it was almost a schedule loss we weren't going to go 16 and 0 we're probably not even going to go 12 and 4 at this stage but if we can get a few guys back and we can keep afloat you know same thing as last year head home with a with a wet sail um yeah. we'll, we'll be looking all right I mean yeah and uh, I think that for you guys like you know you you've wanted the you, you think that they're going to go to the Super Bowl and I think that I mean injuries might be the only reason that you don't make it at this point because your ta- your the talent on your team is so stacked the talent is inarguable but how's this how's the literally that did you do like the amount of players that we've lost, it, that, that was in-game. Mm. Those were all in-game. Wow. Carson Wentz even had to go – he left for a few players for, for a concussion protocol. Wow. We – what 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 can you do? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's it's just we'll, again we'll 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 have to see how we go. All right, uh, I want to talk about um, some Ravens versus Cardinals, and uh, and I think now now Cam, I didn't tell you this before the for the pod, but I wanted to chuck in something new, and it's called the Woo of the Week because I have three <laughs> words for you, Lamar fucking Jackson. <laughs> 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 because he was dropping dimes. He was running all over the field. For the second week in a row against the not Miami Dolphins. And look, and I get it's the cards, right? I get it's the cards, but f- a step up from Miami still. But fuck me, man. Like it like and that's the thing, like even though you're versing a shit defense, you still have to throw that ball with accuracy and timing yeah, yeah, and touch. Yeah, yeah. He and still all has things. to put it on him. He still has to find holes, you know, and he just, he he wrecked the Cardinals. Like he wrecked the Dolphins. I am so, so happy for my boy of last <laughs> year. Yes, yes. Um, to, to, to keep going on this trend. As he said, not bad for a running back. It, it, like, you know, people looking at him as a wide receiver. So not yeah. bad for a wide receiver yeah, anyway. No, not bad at all. Woo! Oh man, give me one more. Give me one more. And Kyler Murray just out the gate. Let's just let's just put it frank. He he had the the he had 
his team within a, a one score of the Ravens yep. late in that game. Um, he, he took his team to a tie and a fourth quarter comeback. Not a little, not a bad little start for Kyler Murray in his first two games. I, and, and nothing to nothing to to blow smoke out. Exactly. And I, I just wanted to say, besides the besides Lamar and you know and whatnot, I think the 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 defense for. Um, Baltimore is looking great. I think that Mark Ingram was a great pickup as well. Yeah, solid. Um, I just, I'm, I'm really keen to see going into next week about this team. So we're just going to end it like this. Give me two caps and a Rick Flair. Love it, love it, love it. All right, so now, now we'll just quickly hit some other games. Um, Packers, Vikings, Packers 21, Vikings 16, dominant first. What ten minutes by Green Bay? Kirk yep. Cousins making my Super Bowl what, pick look really, three, really three shirty. Three touchdowns in the first quarter, and then absolutely nothing, nothing for yeah. the end of it. So again, I mean, good win, but I mean, Packers did what they had to do, but nothing too much to speak of. Yeah, exactly. It, it wasn't. It wasn't anything to, to to phone home about. I think it's a good win for the Packers. I think that um, it's a it's it's a. I think that these games, especially in that NFC, is going to determine a lot going into the play. I know we're only in week three, but these are the games that could come back to haunt you. Yep. And and essentially make you lose out. I mean, look, I didn't think the Se- the Seahawks are going to get into the playoffs, and now that they're two and zero, and the Vikings are one and one. I mean, it, it, you know, I mean, again, I week know they three. all come down to it. I week know, three, yeah. but yeah. these are the wins and losses. It's you know the schedule. Sometimes it can be tied. It comes down to tiebreakers and things like these, and that, those are wins that you have to put away. And they did exactly, exactly. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, how was that? <laughs> First time the 49ers had five hundred plus yards in yonks. Um, even though we want to talk about Jimmy G's performance, I'll just quickly hit on the running backs. I mean, they know no um, Jarek McKinnon and mm-hmm. Tevin Coleman may look like the third best running back in the league. Mo- Raheem Mostert, uh, Wilson's their new goal line back and Breida absolutely running, you know, they ran for over 200 yards between Breida and Mostert and they look really, really good. Maybe is this the Bengals coming back to earth a little bit after a, a good week one performance, you know, taking the Seahawks for all they had in Seattle. Who knows? Really keen to see this week's game in the four o'clock window of Pittsburgh at 49ers, yep. that is going to be a ripper. So really keen to see what happens there. But finally, Jimmy G showing a bit of life that he was actually yeah, worth his 30 mil a bloody year. Yeah, that he's actually proven himself for more than, you know, five minutes of one game before getting an injury. I think that on both sides, though, the wide receivers gave them no help because mm. they dropped so many catches. And they were just... Like, it, it wasn't a great game. I think that, you know, as I said, the running backs of San Fran, they probably have the deepest depth at running back at, at this point in the, in the league. Probably. And I and I think that, uh, you know, Matt Breida really, really helps. And I think that that's good for Jimmy J because he, he's not, you know, like even though we want to see Kyle Shanahan's offense and we want to see them throw the ball and that's what they're known for kind of thing, this big offensive-minded team. Um, I think that we wanted to, uh, you know, it, it's just it's just... I wanted to see a little bit better play out of the wide receivers, and look, and I had to drop down Tay Pettis because I mean, like he's not doing. Yeah, but he anything. should have picked up uh, Debo Samuel. Exactly. and there's other he's guys not, in that yeah. offense. They still have playmakers, and so look, that'll just be a good game to come. Uh, that'll be a that'll be a ripper upcoming. Also, that's just be good. Just quickly on that, D- uh, a little bit of uh, of Nick Bosa in there as well. He yeah, got that, pressure on that, uh, on Andy Dalton. That defense so. looked good, so that's why I'm really keen to see what kind of pressure they can be they can put on Mason Rudolph this week. Uh, Saints Rams sucks. We lost Drew Brees early. Drew Mm. Breeze out for those who don't know for another six weeks. So we're yep. going to see a whole lot of Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Rams not looking not looking like they're firing on all cylinders, but they're doing enough to get it done. Splitting carries with Gurley. Is that to save him? Is that because he's still not right? But he scored a first touchdown. He's, I, I'm not too worried about the Rams. I reckon they're going to get back on track. And the Saints, we know that division's wide open with Carolina's struggles and Tampa Bay and, and Atlanta as well, one-on-one. So that division's wide open. I, I still I still feel bad for Clay Matthews coming off the edge and trying to to... to to get pressure on the quarterback and sacking the quarterback and then still getting a roughing the passer like after last year. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Uh, it's ugly. 
head a, a couple of times again, hasn't it? Indeed. Um, so we'll go uh, Giants versus Bills. Um, oh, so- Josh, uh, Bills, first 2-0 start. Winning back-to-back away games in the sta- in the same <laughs> stadium, the yeah, it's pretty impressive. Um, um like they, they'll like to tell you they're the best team in New York because the Jets and the Giants actually play in New Jersey. But, I mean, um, in this Josh game, Josh Allen's look good. Yeah, and, and in this game, I would, I would say something about the opposite team, which is uh, which is not going to is going to be a surprise. But Eli made some good throws, but it's just time to start oh, Danny time Dimes. Start, it's time to start Danny Dimes. One hundred percent. You need that Mario drop with the coin going ding 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 ding. And, I, and, and uh, my boy Devin Signaltary, even though he's out for uh, for this week, uh, good. He, he's going to he's he's getting pushed towards uh, running back one. He's got a I think he's got a ca- half a calf yeah, but if hamstring. Can't, can't beat out. He's still still losing carries to he's still he still is. Frank Gore. But he's he's, he's getting there. He he's looked good. There. He looked good. But he's got to stay healthy. Running back's number one issue is staying healthy. Bears Broncos crazy crazy finish to that game. But uh, how's Pinheiro drilling a field goal after all of that? That's what uh, this is Eddie Money. This is what every <laughs> single Bears fan was, was feeling after that. They have two tickets to paradise. Very good. Um, yeah, no, oh, unbelievable finish. Oh, you wish some, you, a little bit you wish Denver, even though he made some great throws, you wish Denver had a little something better. Maybe a younger kid ready to go behind Joe Flacco because it's pretty much going to be the Joe Flacco show well, Drew for 16 Locke's games. Not it. No, exactly. Well, not yet, but... Uh, it could know. be, but I mean, at this point... Not yet. He's, he looks like he won't even be see, close to seeing the field. Exactly, exactly. Um, Chiefs Raiders. Chiefs Raiders. Like, I watched this. I think that the... the, the Chiefs ch- won it in the second quarter. 28 points to nothing in the second, and that was the game. That yeah. was literally the goal. Sorry, the game. I, this is... Yeah, so Nicole Hardman absolutely starred in the absence of Tyreek Hill. Some people are saying that this might be a week where it shows up against a tough Ravens defense that... The, the the loss of Tyreek Hill stands through, but if they can, man, if anyone can scheme an offense for one game and, and get the ball into in, into someone's hands specifically and and time and time again, it's Andy Reid. So I expect big things from Miko Hardman this week. And if you have him in fantasy, start him up. Yeah, indeed. Um, I thought that they really missed um Jonathan Abrams um going in, going into the second half of that game. I thought he was a big big part of this of, of their secondary, and now he's sorely missed. Um, I thought that the energy by the Raiders, especially in the black hole, was fantastic. And I think that that's going to be missed uh, from the fans and from the team when they when they head to Vegas. So I, I like I I feel kind of bad that that was you know we 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 won't get to see that. But I thought that the Raiders going forward looked good, and I felt like they were trying to compete with the, with the team that like you know arguably could go to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. How uh, thoughts on Derek Carr? Um. Not bad. Um. I thought that he he had some good throws and whatnot. Um. I think that. Uh, they need a bit more juice on the offense. I think that, that he's gotten really no no real big weapons to throw to at this point. I mean, he's got some pieces, but he hasn't really got any difference makers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the running game needs to um, to to shine a bit more. Um, and I think that needs to be balanced out. But look, I, I don't I don't mind it. I think that they were in the game for a bo- for a while, and the, the Chiefs just kind of ripped it on in, in the in what the last quarter or the third quarter. I think they second just, quarter. No, yeah, they, they did all of their scoring in right, one quarter. It was twenty eight nothing in yeah. the second quarter. So yeah, I think that like. For the first quarter, I think that they were they were really good, and then the the, the Chiefs just went ah okay we're just gonna we're just gonna looked go. like it was gonna be a game in that first quarter. Look, let's literally just skip through a couple of these Patriots forty three Dolphins zero first shot out of the year. Yep, that was how bad that game. The Dolphins giving up one hundred and ten points in the first two weeks or something. Is that even a franchise anymore? It's a joke at this point. Yeah, no, it's literally a joke. The Patriots doing patrioty things, getting Antonio Brown in, making him look dominant. Great back shoulder throw, touchdown <laughs> catch, releasing him as we said. Yep. Uh, Chargers Lions, bit of an ugly game. Oh, Philip Rivers. Old man River. <laughs> 
Yeah, got a lot of rooms. Um, yeah, no, not a lot on that game. Wherever you took Austin Eckler in your fantasy draft wasn't high enough. He is the he is a, a he will be a league winning pick this year. Absolutely, yeah, I, no I know doubt that because I'm second in the, in our fantasy league and I've got Austin Eckler, boy. No, no, no. you know, you do know again. I've actually scored more points than you in this league, and I'm I, zero two. I know. I'm just saying. I'm I know. Ju- I'm just. I saying. feel horrible for you. I'm because... just not. No, I I don't want to hear it. I, yeah, we are not talking about fantasy because <laughs> you thought we were talking about Collingwood was bad. Talking about my fantasy team will actually get me more. You just had a shocking week, haven't oh, you? Mate, I've had a shocker. I've, I've honestly, honest to God, had a shocker. Um, anything else we can hit? Oh, Browns Jets. We don't need to. Poor Trevor Simeon in for a backup in a primetime spot. Gets his legs snapped in half. Not 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 fun for him. Oh, I... Browns eighty nine yard touchdown for to Odell Beckham. Apart from that, didn't really do well, much. Well, Odell's but... back for back for one in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I just wanted to. The only thing I wanted to say really at this game is those Jets uniform. Oh, we were, Love it. We were debating in the offseason and I kind of liked them and Evan kind of liked them and now when you watch them on TV, they just bloody pop. We but, were... the, but the thing I just wanted to hit on was the pants were the same colour. Like, <laughs> they weren't white. They weren't just yeah, this yeah, weird, yeah. like, oh, we're just going to chuck in white. No, they were the same colour as the as the actual jersey itself. I loved it. Looked great. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it just, it shined. And the helmet with the black. Looked oh. good, didn't it? It looked great. So Cleveland just going, uh, did what they had to do. But um, let, me give, let me just give you a, a little quick word of those Jets uniforms. There we go. Yeah. yeah, give me another one, please. Woo! Oh, I guarantee you they were walking out looking at themselves in the mirror and Le'Veon Bell just gave himself a bit of a... Woo! Woo! <laughs> um, so yeah, look, that, 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 that's, that's what was going on in week, week two. two. It feels yep. like a, weird, a while ago now. Let's get stuck into what we want to talk about. That's what we want to talk about, but we, we, we won't be getting stuck into every single game of week three because we have to welcome our, our returning guest. The Magic 8-Ball. As that little sad, uh, creepy gotta, tone gotta goes. Love it, gotta love it. So we're just going to talk about three games. Yep. Uh, we're all going to pick one. Uh, me, I'm going to pick one. Evan's going to pick one. And then the Magic 8-Ball will pick one himself yep. um, that we might be interesting in, interested in. And, and, and we'll actually pick those games too. Yep. So, Evmay, what's got your fancy of week three? Well, as I said, I was speaking... What's grabbed your attention? Well, I mean, Lamar Jackson has... Bam, like, he's taken the world by storm, hasn't he? Indeed he has. And, I mean, like, my boy is uh, is going to shine against the uh, the somewhat... Uh, like I'm not saying pressureless, but uh, so like you know, need to show me more of, of something. Uh, Kansas City Chief de- defense. Um, Ooh, fair enough, I would say that's that's th- fair enough. They need to show me a bit more. But look, I, I'm hoping for an offensive shootout, um, much the same as we got from um, the Rams versus Chiefs um, a year ago. Um, I think this game has the potential to probably be one, like, if not the game of the year. Um, I, I just honestly can't wait. I can't wait to see um, Patrick Mahomes. Is it at Baltimore or is it at um, Arrowhead? Uh, it's at Arrowhead. Sorry. Okay, so this is look. This is going to be a loud game, and it's going to really test Lamar Jackson. Oh no, Jackson. it's at Baltimore. Oh, is it at Baltimore? Okay. Well, there was the game was at Baltimore last week, so the, uh, I just wanted to hit something real quick. I'm getting really sick of like, why can't they just have week to week at you know a home and away, home and away, home and away? Why do they have to have a five week games at, at a home and then they have to go like on the road? I just don't get it. I just have a, a home away, home away. Do you want me to answer that, please? Because do you know how many calculations and permutations I have to go into actually? creating an NFL schedule. It can't if be that te- hard yeah, to, to it- put a team at home and then the next week put them away. All right, fair enough. If that's a real bugaboo for you, I don't know, man. I've just got less stressful things to worry about, I guess, because <laughs> I mean more stressful things to worry about because that uh, shit happens, man. That that just happens. I get it, man. Same with me, man. I play local football and yeah, we play two teams every every week. We play two teams. twice. We play every team twice a year, sorry. Yeah, I get that. One at home, one away. But sometimes you get two away games in a row. Sometimes you get a home game in a row. It's 
Uh, that's fair. I just, I like, I just stadiums uh, hire them out to hold concerts and things. So if they have a concert concert scheduled for Saturday at you know eleven o'clock at like at night, and then yeah, they maybe I, not have to run a Sunday game. That's fair. I Is just, it really a bugaboo for you? I, it's just a little bit, just a little bit. Anyways, but no, I'm I'm just really keen for for, for an offensive shootout, which is what I think we're going to get. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll pick the game at the end. So Cam, what's got oh, your? I, I, oh, I thought we were just going to pick it now. Let's just oh, get straight into it. Sure, okay, straight into it. Uh, Who do you have? I have I have the Ravens just because they're I feel like they're a more well-rounded team. Um, so I have this. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a bit of a shootout. I'm gonna say 35 to 42. Wow, that's a, oh, that'd be, man. If we got that, that'd be game of the week, no doubt. Everyone's rooting for that. Oh, Look, uh, l- sorry, Baltimore winning. Yeah, I Patrick Mahomes is at the level of me now, where he was in Peyton Manning in his prime, Aaron Rodgers a few years ago. I think he's dropped off from that level now. That incredibly, yes. Unless told otherwise. I'm going to pick any team that has Patrick Mahomes to win every single week. And that is the Chiefs. So I'll say, it's just, just plain and simply for that reason. I think the Ravens want to make it actually a little bit more of a, of a defensive game than, than a shootout that I think you'll actually think it's going to be because the Ravens are actually only averaging 20 rushing yards allowed a game. Kansas mm-hmm. City haven't been able to really run the ball that much. So, mm-hmm. But I mean, if you're going to bank on Patrick Mahomes to make special plays to win a game... Point proven that he can do that. So yeah. give me the give me the Chiefs lower scoring than you think. Twenty eight seventeen and sneak away with a late touchdown okay. touchdown in the end. All right. What's caught my fancy is I kind of hit on it a little bit before, but man, this Mason Rudolph Pittsburgh mm. led Pittsburgh Steelers really bloody intrigues me. San Francisco two and zero, Pittsburgh zero and two. It's just hard to see a bloody Pittsburgh team going zero and three. But the Niners are finally, as we said last week, hit on what they've been trying to do: Shanahan's offense, double running backs, split systems, runs up the ass, ran all day every day. Jimmy Garoppolo being almost the best version of a field general there could possibly be, putting the ball on the on the money. A lot of that's through scheme, though. Again, I've probably been more skeptical on, on Jimmy Garoppolo than than most people, but... Man. Well, a lot of people have been skeptical on Jimmy Garoppolo because he had, you know, what, two injuries back-to-back. I am completely, completely infatuated with this game. I don't know what we're going to get. Yeah. Mason Rudolph, as you as you said, watching that steal, uh, the, the Seahawks with a close eye, as soon as, as Rudolph came on the field, that offense definitely had a spark. I think that it's going to be interesting to see Mason Rudolph go into enemy territory. Dante Moncrief uh, benched as well for the Pittsburgh Steelers, which was a which was bloody bound to happen. I mean, he's yeah. literally had a recorded number of drops in the two weeks. If he hasn't, he'd, he'd be bloody close. He's, mm. And so now he's outplayed. I forget which the receiver that they've actually replaced him with, but obviously he'd been catching more passes from Mason Rudolph in the offseason and... And he's only caught four passes for, for uh, you know, 80-something yards so far in the first two weeks, but expect a lot out of that gentleman. I literally can't remember his name at the it's moment. It's not James Washington, head. is it? No, 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 no. no. It's, a, it's a different guy. It's a rookie. It's an oh. elevated rookie. Oh, wow. So, yeah, Dante Moncrief, see you later. Um, yeah, I just I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Mason Rudolph does going into enemy territory. I mean, yeah, he played some big games in college, but... Uh, you know, it's actually at game. Pittsburgh. I oh, thought. is it actually? I, oh, I, for I, fuck's sake. I apologize. I keep, yeah, see, this is what I mean. We're yeah, in the yeah, mustard yeah, yeah. jar again. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, even though the cam said we're in, uh, we're in good old San Fran, yeah, which is not in San Fran. No, it is not. It is not. So, let's... Let's pick this one. An 0-2 Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. no Big Ben, no Le'Veon Bell, no mm-hmm. Antonio Brown as we know, going against a hot-handed 2-0 San Francisco 49ers in Pittsburgh. Choose. I think that 49ers will rip it out. I think that the it's going to be it's going to be a good test again to see cuz Seattle had a had a young defense last week and now the 49ers have got more of a veteran defense with a couple of young pieces. Um but 
is like especially I think the 49ers are going to be a bit more hard to handle in terms of defense. I think that Rich Sherman might even have a big game, um, get a pick or two. Um, I think that Nick Bosa will have a better game, even better than last week's. I think that that's going to be a real test um, for Mason Rudolph. Uh, and I think the opposite on the same as well. I think it's going to be a real test for Jimmy G with uh, like, you know, TJ Watt coming uh, coming off the edge or the, or the center. I forget which uh, which position he actually plays. I think that he's going to have a real tough time with now Minka Fitzpatrick there as well. And we're going to see him actually uh, actually debut in the yellow and black. So it's going to be a good game. Um, did you want to pick it? Uh, I'm go- I've got to go Steelers. I you- can't see a Mike Tomlin led Proud Pittsburgh Steel. This is this is crunch time for Mike Tomlin. Mm. Everyone's been having his head, wanting his head. Well, uh, and this is the time to do it without Big Ben. This is the time to do it without Big Ben. Get your defense right. Oh man, in a, in a rip snorter, I reckon 24-23. Okay. Pittsburgh take the win. I think I think San Francisco will sneak it out. I think um in a in, in a in a very, very tight contested game, I think 20, 20 to 21. Mm, ooh, nice. Very, yeah. very good. Now the Magic Eight Ball, we magically asked him which game he was interested in this week. Mm. And with, 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 as Evan actually alluded to before, not the greatest slate of games that, that we have upcoming, mm. he has fallen on Sunday night football, which is actually going to be a ripper. We have Cleveland hosting... At the Dog Pound. At the Dog Pound, the Los Angeles Rams. So What's got your attention about this one? I think that um, I'm really keen to see where the Browns go after last week. It's not it's a cupcake. It's kind of two teams. It's kind of two teams just going though, isn't it? Yes. It's it, like this game for Cleveland is not a cupcake at all. Even though it's at home, um, the, the Jets was a cupcake. Oh, absolute walkover. Yeah, exactly. And and we were going into that knowing that Trevor Simeon wouldn't wouldn't do well, and then he gets injured as well. So w- w- what was the what was the quarterback's name in the in the <laughs> Falk Luke Falk one Falk. It? So we had Ficken and Falk yeah. uh, take the field. Um, no, but uh, Ficken Falk off. There you go. Um, but I think that this game is going to be interesting to also see where um, Todd Gurley's at um, against a, a pretty good uh, run defense um, in the in, in the Browns. Browns defense looking good. Miles Garrett, my mm-hmm. man who I had for um, most sacks this year, looking like a boost on, yeah. on, on the Jets. I'm just really, I'm really keen to see what actually happens and what the outcome of this game is because it kind of spells maybe, you know, if, if the Browns are going to, are going to keep – um, I think this is a test for both teams to see who's going to advance throughout the year and, and actually they're almost have a good neck year. and neck offensively. They're both they're both just going. Uh, a few questions still on Jared Goff. I'm a Jared Goff believer, not as much as I'm a believer in Sean McVay. But mm-hmm. I mean, oh man, it's really interesting to see Cleveland's first Sunday night game since 2008. I think it's also going to be a good test it's over for ten years for Freddie Kitchens to put some of this negative and negativity that uh, he's received a little around, bit of cop that it's put it to rest uh, and and this is the game to do it so um let's pick this game oh well, let's pick it who do you got i've got i've got the dog pound i've got the browns we are against each other i've even already written it down i've got the rams <laughs> we have gone ooh this is going to be an interesting week so i like again i think that yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to take the Browns. I'm going to take the dog pound. I'm going to take the team that I've picked to win the Super Bowl. I think this is going to be the, the starting of something great. I think Bacon Mayfield's going to get his swag back. And, you know, he's going to feel a little bit dangerous th- this week. Uh, he's feeling dangerous. Well, mate, we've we, how rude of us. We actually, we haven't even asked our dear, dear, dear special guest, Magic April. I'll give it to you, my man. You oh. you do the honors. Last week, the eight ball went a perfect three and zero, didn't it? No, two and uh, two and one. Two and two and one, which was better than ours one and two. <laughs> yeah. So now, as just just for a recap, Cam has the Chiefs, Evan has the Ravens, mm-hmm. Cam has the Steelers, Evan has the Niners, and Cam has the Rams. 
Evan has the Browns. Mm. So boy, this is going to be a real interesting week. So Cam, will you kick us off? Magic 8-Ball, I need to ask you. Will the Chiefs reign supreme? <laughs> did you think there was more to that? I did. Fair enough, too. And it says, the answer unclear, ask later. Hey, will the Ravens now win because you were indecisive on the Chiefs? Can't say now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that one. Let's, yeah. get, let's give him an easier one. It's a, it's a hard game, as I said. Two very big offensive teams. Yes. So let's, 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 let's give him a new one. Yep. Will uh, the 49ers not start 3-0? and Positively. Oh, he's got the Steelers defeating defeating the Niners. So Rudolph will have a good game, apparently. I like that. All right. Lucky last. Magic 8-Ball. Oh, dear friend. Filling in for place of Ben. Who we sorely missed. Who, who, who is sorely missed. Will Baker Mayfield wake up from a Sunday afternoon nap on Sunday night football and feel dangerous and give it to the Rams like he probably gives it to his model girlfriend? No doubt oh, about it. Oh, he goes. He's got the dog found. Woo. Oh. Woo. <laughs> but now the, now the tiebreaker, the split, because he's gone with one of your picks and one of my picks. Indeed he has. Will the Chiefs beat the Ravens? Prospect good. Yay. There we go. So he's got the Chiefs just over the Ravens. Old mate Magic Gayball. <laughs> Why you leave us hanging? Oh. So me and the Magic 8-Ball are nearly instead. And now this is going to be the week where I shine. Don't worry about that. So we're going to end it off with our predictions because we, we realized we didn't actually get stuck into them. We had them ready to go last week. But not but we even that. We've just, and we've also been swamped with questions that we've kind of looked through and we had so many to, to actually look through. And like some of them are just the Miami Dolphins of questions. They're just <laughs> terrible. And other ones are fucking like we would have to spend an hour on them. We just could to go explain. on that. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk a little bit of our season predictions. Let's, let's take a little dive into it. Sure. Who do you recollect that you, 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 Evan Howe, chose going to lead the league in passing this year. I'm who, who would have you said? I'm pretty sure that I had uh, Patrick Mahomes leading in passing, and I think that I had Drew Brees actually be like it was either Brees or it was uh, was because uh, I always cause Brees is usually always consistent. Besides last year, at the yeah, end of the game. you did have Brees. Yeah, uh, so unlucky for you because uh, Brees is he's set to miss some time. So that mm-hmm. that you, that has a definite asterisk for you. I've got old mate Matt Ryan. Oh. Yeah, because I, I was having no, a little, no Patty. No, no Patty, no Patty. I've still got Patty winning the MVP, but I reckon Ryan might throw for a few more yards. I mean, it's all just speculation at this point. Well, I mean, uh, right now, uh, let me just quickly check the stats on that. So the actual passing leader at this point in time is Patrick Mahomes, yeah. old Patty Mahomes, uh, with 800 and... Lamar uh, Jack would be second. 822. No, he's not. He's Where not he? even in the top five. Wow. Sorry. Pardon me. Pardon me. Pardon me. I was thinking of QB. Have one guess. Oh, actually, no. Uh, fuck it. You won't even get it. Have three guesses. Who is second right now? Who is now? second? Who is second? In yards. I'll do a you. Give me a, give me a conference. Uh, the... AFC North. Why? What? I actually didn't. Uh, that, that's a division. I meant conference. Oh, so AFC would have <laughs> sufficed. I narrowed it right down. Um, but you Dalton. Get one. Yeah, Dalton is. So he's got uh, 729. Yeah, you just, you know, you narrowed it down to. T- I know. To literally Dalton or Mayfield because <laughs> yeah. it can't be Jackson. I just you just said no, and it can't be Big Ben. Okay, so <laughs> but here's here's one. Name me the fourth person on oh. it. And and look, Gardner Minshew. Exactly. Nailed it. But you got to remember he's played an extra game. So. Uh, that's true. That's true. Okay. 
I'm just uh, just going to get into it. I get, get get the rushing yard stats up for us, mate. Yeah, already done. I yep. had Saquon Barkley, a pretty, bit of a gimme. Oh, I don't even know who I had. You had Christian McCaffrey. Oh, interesting. Well, he's not in the top five. And you, let's go to receiving. And after receiving, I think I had Nuke. No, nope, you had Thomas. Thomas, yes, right, of course. I had Mike Evans. Oh, okay. How's um, that looking? Well, we're... Kind of both shit out of luck at this point. <laughs> plenty of time to go. Plenty of time to go. Even uh, even if I had said Nuke, he's not even in there. No, nah, no. So sack, sack leader. I just. I'm sorry. I have to. Yeah. Uh, little. This is the only. This is my best chance. And I don't know why I went had to go fancy. I have Miles Garrett and Von Miller tying with 18 and a half sacks each. Okay. Well, I, I think I had Aaron Donald. Or I had Khalil Mack. I had Mack. You did, how do you know that you chose one of the two obvious choices? Well, yes, you yeah. took Khalil Mack. Uh, well, you, you were absolute dead on at this point, um, except not for the uh, for Von Miller. You've he's not even in the top five. Miles Garrett is leading the league though with five sacks. Damn! Look, he's looking good. Look, he's looking real good. What about Khalil? Keep giving money. He's getting triple and quadruple team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's not even in the list at this point. Uh, and then we've got our offensive player of the years. I mean, we got Mahomes. And we got, uh, we'll just go through yours now. You got Mahomes as OP, Mac as DP, Josh Allen as defensive rookie, who had a really good game on Thursday night too, part of that Saxonville defensive line. MVP is Breeze. But here's the interesting one. Danny Dimes for offensive rookie of the year. Now that he's getting the start in week three, your boy is looking real good. Mm, I, I actually, as I said, like that's uh, it's one of the only pieces of the Giants offense that I actually want to watch besides Saquon. Oh, exactly. But so, uh, do you know what's funny? I, I hate the Giants. I'm, I've learned to despise the Giants. I genuinely, genuinely hate them, but I want to see Danny Dimes succeed. I, I hope Saquon runs for 120 a week. Danny Dimes looks really, really good and the Giants cease to win a game. I feel that, that, that within your division, I think that like there is so much... Like, I mean, like, we don't want to see the Redskins. I don't want to see the Redskins suffer with injuries on injuries, but they seem to have that every yeah. year. But I mean, like, I want them to, to, to do kind of well just so there's some competitiveness and we don't see Dallas of all teams win another fucking bowl or uh, win that conference. I mean, I was so happy for you when you guys won, but it's like, yeah, and I was so happy when fucking the Rams got into the, to, to the, to the Super Bowl, you know, besides my bet. But like, I was just kind of happy. But at the same point, it's like they're, are technically my arch rival yeah, in yeah, Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, weird to, it's weird. It's, it's hard when you're rooting for, for Sorta, which was may, might, might be one of the questions we actually get to, to, get I think, to I down think the road. I it was, yeah. Something like that. But um, So my, my predictions are pretty basic too. Saquon for Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Von Miller for DP. He needs to pick up pick up his game a little bit, especially if he wants to catch Miles Garrett's on those sacks. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Josh Jacobs, who was a good mm. pick. He looks really, really good for the Raiders. I think it's two back-to-back 100-yard all-purpose games. Uh, he's, he's looking really really good. Um, and Devin White, who okay. I just think he's going to be around the ball. Tampa Bay are going to be, you know, in a, in a lot of games where they're behind and the teams are going to be running and he's just going to be around the ball. He's just going to, he might lead the, he might be top five in buddy tackles by the end of the year. So, and he was a top five pick. Very, very intrigued on, on seeing how he's going to go. Quick question just before we uh, we go, we get into more. I just wanted to, to throw this out because it's, I feel like this is an interesting one. In the NFC South, um, it's a very shaky division now with Breeze out. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Anything can happen. Who do you actually have? Falcons. Falcons, yeah. still. I think the Saints, if, if the Saints stay afloat 3-3, three and three, Breeze comes back, might be rusty for a one or two game. I reckon down the back half of the year, even though last year they struggled in the back half of the year, mm. they can come home with a wet sail. Falcons are one on one. I still believe. I still believe. I don't think we'll ever see the heights of what they achieved, 13-3 and three and being up 34 nothing on the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I, I don't, don't think don't, they're, don't, they're don't that level of team the poor yet. Fans of the Falcons, stop doing it. It's like it's like when someone mentions to me, "Oh, you had the one yard line." Yeah, it's, 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 it's the Malcolm God. Butler interception play all over again. Exactly.
exactly. Who did you have? We'll finish on this note for your Super Bowl selection. Not looking great at this stage. No, I had the Cleveland Browns. You had the Cleveland Browns winning yes. over the New Orleans Saints. Well, they're both, well, at this point, the New Orleans Saints. It's too early to throw it yeah, out with the Exactly. But, I mean, you know, like, I mean, Breeze was, you know, the, the field general on that team. So it's going to be interesting to see going forward if they if they stick with Teddy Bridgewater, if they, they do take in Tyson. Uh, Taysom Hill. Tyson they've they yeah. got to give him some real snaps at quarterback. They have to. They were taking Drew Breeze could off be the an field, X-factor. setting him a he, wide receiver for nine plays a game when Breeze was healthy. Imagine he, what they're going to do now that Teddy Bridgewater's starting. He could be an X-factor. He just could be a burlap sack of potatoes. No, we don't know. No, he won't. There is one thing we will not be. He is proven to be an absolute offensive weapon and with Breeze gone, seemed. But if if and, he's an and, offensive weapon, then why didn't they start him? Because they have. Because uh, Teddy Bridgewater would have been seeing the so, stats. So, so, snaps so as backup quarterback. Taysom Hill caught a bloody touchdown. He runs for touchdowns. They're taking Drew Breeze off the field to give Taysom Hill the ball at quarterback within the twenty yard line. Mm. They definitely believe Taysom Hill is a weapon. He ain't a sack of potatoes. Now you've <laughs> just triggered the Gator bait. Snap, snap. snap oh, snap. And we'll leave it there. For for what it's worth, I had the Eagles over the Chiefs in in the um. In the Andy Reid Bowl, Eagles taking it home. A little bit you of hyperbole there. Part, yeah, yeah. yeah so. And, and uh, uh, I forget who Ben had. Uh, ben had the Patriots, I think, back Patriots then. Patriots Saints, the Patriots Snooze Saints, Bowl. Patriots Saints, yes, yeah. So, but man, ugh, hard to go past the Patriots again. The old man bowl, honestly. The old man bowl. Well, so, Breeze, well Breeze has got to get there. But man, I, I hate to end it on this note, but how's Brady looking? Uh, great. Still, <laughs> <laughs> still reckon he's going to miss six games? I hope. I mean, look, I think all the league is uh, clamoring for my prediction to come true, who is not a Patriots fan. Look, he's the greatest of all time. We already know it. Proved point. Bye. I don't want to see another Patriots winning the Super Bowl. You know, no days off. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. want to hear it anymore. You well, know? man, it's a long road there. We've, we've just started. How about, but, how, about, but how, about, how about no more yeah. rings? <laughs> no <laughs> more rings. You know me, I'm a Brady backer, but man, uh, it's still early. And if, still... The, if the Eagles lost to the Patriots, you would despise the Patriots. But guess what, mate? They didn't. <laughs> oh man oh. Well, It was always good to talk some Oh mate Absolute oh, Anytime mate You know I love love chatting it up with you And this was a fun one Yeah A little bit indeed. shorter But a uh, little bit rough Some things to do in the real world But mate Anytime I get a chance to sit down with you And, and talk a little bit of Football, football. Yeah <laughs> Nothing wrong with that Indeed Alright so You want to you wanna get out of here Yeah man let's get out of here Let's go get a bite to eat For your, your man Gator Gates And Evan the Wolf Howe. This has been the Blind, Deaf and Dumb. We'll see you next time.